you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always on your account for the grace of God bestowed on you in Christ Jesus, that in him you were enriched in every way with all discourse and knowledge as the testimony of Christ was confirmed among you so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will keep you firm to the end, irreproachable on the day of the Lord. God is faithful, and by him you were called to fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. The word of the Lord. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart. I will give thanks. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart, for you have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of the angels, I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart. I will give thanks to your name because of your kindness and your truth. When I called, you answered me. You built up strength within me. I will give you thanks, O Lord, with all my heart. All the kings of the earth shall give thanks to you, Lord, when they hear the words of your mouth, and they shall sing of the ways of the Lord. Great is the glory of the Lord. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, 10 persons with leprosy approached him. They stood there at a distance from him and raised their voices saying, Jesus, master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, go show yourselves to the priests. So they were going away and they were cleansed. One of them, realizing he had been cleansed, returned glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the face and feet of Jesus and thanked him. 
This man was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? None has come and thanked me except this foreigner. Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the lectionary, and that's the book that has all the readings of scripture that we use for every Mass, there are several options for a Mass of Thanksgiving, and today is a Mass of Thanksgiving. However, traditionally, in the American lectionary, this gospel is the one that's used. And it's, it's kind of weird, I would think, because it doesn't have a lot of fluff and that, let's thank God and let's clap hands. No, it's, it's very realistic. It's very realistic. Jesus is approached by a group of lepers. First of all, they were outcasts. Nobody would talk to them. They were afraid. I mean, and we know what this is like. You know, most of all of us are wearing masks. And we know what catching a virus is like or the fear of it. And we know the fears. And, and how many people in our own state died yesterday? And how many people are filling the hospitals with COVID? So here we are in a, in a pandemic listening to victims of the pandemic of leprosy. It, it's a virus and, and there was, it has a name and it's not called leprosy anymore per se. And, and the thinking of it as a virus, Henson's disease, is a lot different than it was in the time of Jesus. But when this started with us in February, March, we were all mm, a little bit hysterical, afraid. Uh, the authorities, the polit politicians, the, the medical uh, field, all made dire predictions as to what this was like, and nobody had an answer. It was hit and miss. Let, let's try this. Let's do this. Deep down inside, the scientists slash theorists slash medical authorities, I think, knew what needed to be done, but how to get it out to us was the question, how to get the word out. Um, now we have a little time to sit back and reflect on it, and we know which advices are correct and which is are not, and how to approach a healing community. But still, we have the disease of COVID in our community, alive. So just put yourself in the back of the time of Jesus, and there's 10 lepers who come to him, and they weren't wearing masks, they were wearing bells, and cowbells. And the reason for the cowbells is so people at a distance could hear them coming and go the other way. And they would have to announce that they were lepers. So if there was a community of them in a, in a roadside area, and they knew people were coming on a carts or walking, they'd have to announce, the lepers themselves would have to announce lepers, lepers, so which further shunned them from the community. Now think of that, think of that, that anxiety and they approach Jesus and Jesus gives them what they want. He does it in a very subtle way. He doesn't say bingo or zap or miracles or clouds and skies and music. Go show yourself to the priests. Now, the reason for that is uncleanliness was regarded as a sin. Now, you may say, oh, that's weird. Well, it's not so weird because most of us remember when AIDS hit our world, everyone stayed away from an AIDS patient 
because they were sinners. It was that naive kind of apocalyptic approach that was, that was wrong. It was absolutely wrong. So same way, when we were first, when we're first confronted with what we don't know, we, we, we fear it. And, and that's typical leprosy, typical COVID, typical AIDS. And then we know, then we start learning, then we, then we know all the ins and outs and hopefully knowing more and more with vaccinations and so on. So they approach Jesus and he says, go to the church, the temple, show yourself to the priest. Because the sin of leprosy was very, very regarded as um, ostracization. They were ostracized from the temple. They couldn't go in the temple. We know what that's like. And in the process of going to the priest, they were healed. They realized their leprosy was gone. Because the, the theoretical religious idea of it was if the priest approved that the, the marks on their body were healed, then they could be rejoined into the community. Okay? So that makes sense. I mean, then in their times, um, it would be great if, if I could greet all of you and say, it's gone. COVID's gone, but I don't have the power. So, so we, they approach Jesus. He sends him to the temple. They all realize, 10 realize that they're healed. Who comes back? Now, talking about being ostracized within an ostracized community, the Samaritan, and the Samaritan was the lowest of the low from the perspective of the Jews. They were, they, they were a branch of early Judaism. They, they went off. They worshipped God in a different way. Uh, they were outsiders. They were, they were feared. They were disliked. And, and this dreg of society, and I say that with quotes because no one is a dreg of society, but that was their thought, comes back to Jesus and says, thank you. See how Jesus, Jesus welcomes any one of us? There's no one bad enough to not approach Jesus. There's no one sick enough. There's no one outside the community enough. There's no one um, evil enough to not approach Jesus. We know he's a healer right off the bat. We know that. We, we love him. We know him. He's a healer. But when an outsider who is diseased and ostracized by the community shows Jesus his faith, Jesus is so impressed and he says, hey, I healed 10. Only this one that all of you don't like anyway? Or only this one whom society says is, is no good of no value? Only this one comes back? Jesus raises that man, not physically, but raises that man to a status, uh, I would say, of a saint. He points him out. This man who was shunned by society is spoken about, we don't know his name, but spoken about in Jesus. And this is 2020. So we're still thinking about this one. We don't know the names or the, or the affiliations of the other nine, but we know this one. And Jesus shows his compassion and love and, and uses that man as a lesson to all of us. How to approach God. How to approach God. Every day there's a different piece on the news about um, a person who is admitted to the hospital, 
Some come out and they make a big deal about it. Thank God, they, they hooray, you know, they clap, they thank the nurses, the staff, the doctors. And then there are those who go to the morgue with COVID, not other things, but there are other things too, but with COVID. And those we don't cheer about. So the disease is alive and well, we know that. And Jesus is compassionate to us, we know that as well. And although some of those who have died from COVID will not come back to us in our lifetime, we pray for the nurses, the doctors, the healthcare, and the victims of the disease, that they're resting with God. And Jesus gives us that as an example, that our concern has to be with the outsider. Our concern has to be with the ill person. Our concern has to be with those who are suffering. Now, I'm not advising any of you to do extraordinary things regarding serving the poor who are suffering from COVID. Follow medical guidelines. That's why we all have masks, except me. But follow the guidelines. But today, we hear in the news, the group called Love, uh, God's Love is distributing thousands of meals today. The Catholic Diocese of our own diocese, the Archdiocese of New York, considering giving thousands of meals today. People who are suffering from the disease of hunger and poverty, yes, they are also diseases in a sense. And sometimes those who have those diseases are also shunned moving homeless people from one shelter to another as if they're stuff, as if they're furniture. It's still going on in our society. And Jesus wants every one of us to realize, come to him, tell him what's on your mind, tell him what you are grateful for. I personally am grateful for last night's Supreme Court decision that allows a different regulation than was imposed by the state of New York on churches. You could go shopping in the local supermarket or the local brewery or the local liquor store, but you couldn't come to church en masse. So now that restriction has been lifted. So those who come to church, of course, wear your masks, come to church, maintain a proper social distancing, but your father's welcoming you back home. So it's like us returning to the feet of Jesus on Thanksgiving Day and saying, thank you. And Jesus is not saying, oh, look who's coming back. No, he's saying, welcome. He's saying, welcome to my house. The food that we'll bless, just a little bit here on the table that some of you brought, will be blessed at the end of the meal, at the end of this meal, the Lord's Supper, so you can take it home and put it on your table with the blessings of all of us. Because this is one table but it extends to your tables at home. This table will have the bread of life. You will go home receiving the bread of life and asked to bring it into your families. And we're all celebrating this Thanksgiving Day in a different manner. Goes without saying. From, from the tradition of New Yorkers celebrating the Macy's Parade, considering I think it's I think it's two blocks total from how many miles before? From, and, and who used to carry, uh, Lisa, you, Lisa and Mark, uh, members of our community, would carry the balloons. Were you part of that too? No, no. okay. <laughs> would carry the balloons. 
That's gone this year. Trucks are pulling the balloons, the few that, that, that they're using. So everything has changed. What has not changed is, I hope, our faith in Jesus Christ. What's not changed is his love for us, absolutely. He's with us. He hears us. He's healing us. No one today should sit down, whether he or she is alone or with a group of 10 or whatever number you're celebrating with, and hold a grudge in your hearts. It can't happen. Thanksgiving is eucharistica, the same word. To give thanks to God means to acknowledge that we've screwed up in the past, but here I am, healed. We are called to be healed. That's what that lone leper is teaching us. That one unknown, could have been infamous leper, who's a symbol, our symbol of our Thanksgiving day. Jesus heals us, and he asks all of us a question. Aren't you all cleansed? Isn't everyone who comes to my house cleansed? Where are they? And now with the Supreme Court decision having been promulgated, more can come to the Lord's house and thank him today and for the rest of the season. Happy Thanksgiving, and may the Lord's peace and blessings stay with us, and may we share it with each other. God, our Father, we ask your blessings upon this food, coming from tables of individuals, and yet leaving as food blessed by your holy power. Let this symbol of the bread and food that's in this basket and these baskets symbolize your abundant blessings for us. We ask this through Christ our Lord. If you've got a personal auto insurance question, you could talk to a cab driver. Although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate, beating traffic by taking the back roads, and only making left turns when absolutely necessary. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance, finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home, car, and more. And as an added bonus, you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.